Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast, guys. Coming back at you with another episode on I Can't Get Off the Yo-Yo Roller Coaster. So ladies, if you're struggling with losing weight, regaining it over and over again, we're going to talk about that today, especially because in today's society, it's not really uncommon to see people who basically are constantly dieting or trying to lose weight. And a lot of you ladies are probably finding yourself stuck in this cycle of yo-yo dieting which not only is it ineffective, but it actually can be really harmful for your health. So we're going to chat about that today. Okay. So first off, I'm going to go over what is yo-yo dieting and like why it's so why it can impact you guys so much, especially because I think we hear that term a lot. But at the same time, it's not like two to five pounds fluctuation. It's way more than that. So basically, it's the cycle of losing weight quickly, and then you're regaining it back just as fast. So I personally have also experienced this cycle myself, and I've also seen the negative side effects that it had on my physical health and my mental health. And that's why I'm also so passionate about it. Because again, as you, if you guys have been following me for a while, you know that after my last show, I regained like 60, 70 pounds. And honestly, I'm not someone who ever had like body dysmorphia, but it hit really hard after my last show. And so yo-yo dieting can also lead to a slower metabolism. You guys have a higher risk of heart disease, increased inflammation in the body and all these kind of things. And there's a lot of reasons why yo-yo dieting actually happens. There are several reasons why I and many others as well, like I'm sure you guys have experienced this, engage also in yo-yo dieting, right? At the crash and then the the regain and then you're you're trying to lose weight again and then you try something else and then, you know, you do a restrictive diet, you try keto, you try intermittent fasting. For some reason, intermittent fasting has come back hard lately and I don't know why, but it's just like, it just, everything goes through these like weird phases where suddenly people think that this is going to fix it. You know, someone makes a video, it goes viral. And then all of a sudden, everybody's trying it. And it's just like, it just gets out of hand so freaking quick. And so for me, it's often a pressure for when I need to lose weight quickly, it used to be for social events. So a social event, a show, you know, the summer, all that kind of stuff. And this is why I wanted to bring it up. I think there's a huge pressure in the summer, especially through coaches and stuff to lose weight for the summer. I'm not a huge advocate for it. Like, I will do a get shredded in six week, whatever challenge, because I think it's important to also understand that there are people who want to get fit for summer and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also people who shouldn't or don't have to get ready for summer. But at the same time, if you want to, that's okay. It's just like, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, right? You're not just doing it because you want to get shredded, look good in a bathing suit, and then you're just going to go back to your old habits. Like if you're actually going to make sure that you're maintaining these things, I don't think it's a terrible idea. But it's like, where is it coming from? And so that's very important. Also, in terms of like disordered eatings and things like that, like when you have a habit of disordered eating or a history of dieting, it's very uncomfortable a lot of the times because your relationship with food starts to get wonky. And sometimes you ladies don't even understand that it's happening. So for example, if you're somebody who like has ordered things in and you've eaten things and then felt guilty after it, and then you wanted to go do cardio after or you wanted to restrict. Or maybe you did something where, you know, you went out for a night, you had a whole bunch of drinks, and then the next day you spent the entire day feeling guilty, right? You're like, oh my God, all my progress is ruined, all that kind of stuff. 
this also gets into like how these behaviors start happening because you start feeling bad and guilty about the things that you did, the decisions that you make, and there's emotions attached to this, okay? And so with this, it's also very difficult because there's a very large amount of different programs, fed diets, products that make it very easy for you to jump from one diet to another without really considering the long-term consequences, right? Like if you wanted to go learn about keto, you could just jump on TikTok, you jump on Instagram, you jump on Facebook, and there's someone somewhere telling you all of the amazing things about doing keto, about doing intermittent fasting, about doing this random bullshit trend, okay? There's not really, like you have to dig to find people that are actually talking about things that matter, like that are actually gonna help you long-term because it doesn't pick off on the algorithm. Most women right now think that to get toned, they have to do high amounts of cardio, they have to do light weights, they have to eat very little amounts of food, and they can't eat anything that they enjoy in order to see fat loss progress. So if as an influencer, I go make a video about all that bullshit, it's going to pop off because that's what people want to hear. However, if you're actually talking about things that matter, it takes a lot longer for you to get that point across because not everyone is searching up like how to lose weight and keep it off forever, how to sustainably lose like wait forever. How do I lose 50 pounds and keep it off forever? People don't look that shit up. They just want to know how to get toned in five weeks and like look good in a bathing suit and call it a day. We have a very short term focus. And I'm not saying that everyone listening to this does that, but the majority of people have no idea how their body works. They have no idea what's good. They have no idea what's bad. They have no idea. Like people don't even know what like gets affected by their period. They have no idea, right? You have no idea what like actually gets affected. I have no idea if cardio is good for you, how much cardio to do. Most people don't even know, like, you know, if their heart rate is high. No one has any idea. And that's fine because there's a lot of things, you know, out there. There's a lot of things that you have to keep up with. Maybe you have kids, maybe you have a busy job. That's totally fine. I get it. But it's also like, it is important to understand, like, what, how your body works. And also, like, what have you done in the past? What does that impact? You know, do you have any hormonal issues? Do you have anything hereditary? Is your digestion normal? Most people still think they're supposed to go to the bathroom once a day. I got in a huge fight with someone on my Facebook the other day because someone was trying to argue that if you go to the bathroom once every three days, it's normal because they saw it in a textbook. I totally I respect the fact that you saw it in a textbook. But the thing is, is that often textbooks are wrong. And there's also a lot more information normally since textbooks come out. And like, you can't always just see something as point blank. Things are always changing in the fitness industry, like always. And the thing is, is that most of the time, the fitness and nutrition information that you get is pretty solid. It's pretty easy to understand, like if someone keeps saying the same thing over and over again, and multiple people are kind of on that train, and I don't mean like the keto, intermittent fasting, all that kind of stuff, but like, hey, you should probably eat vegetables, you should eat fruit, you should do whatever. But there's like, there's a gray area. When people are promoting the gray area, that's who you kind of want to listen to. It's not necessarily the people that are like, do this, do this, you have to do this. The black and white is what gets you screwed. That's what like gets you onto this yo-yo roller coaster train. And the reason being is because every time someone tells you like, you have a bad relationship with food right now because someone was like, Hey, eat off this list and you can't eat off anything on this list. And you're going to do that for 16 weeks. I'm then going to take your transformation photo, post it on my Instagram. I'm going to get clients. Your metabolism's fucked. Hope you have the best day ever. That's basically what happened over and over and over again. But because they have impressive stories, because people loved it. People love programs that get them results. I respect that. I get that, right? You wanted to be shredded. They followed through. They got you shredded. However, if you then gain the 30 pounds back that next following, you know, next few months, I don't find that respectful, but they never post if those people kept it off or not, right? And that's the thing that you need to understand, right? How long did that person actually keep the weight off? This person lost this amount of weight in 16 weeks. 
fucking awesome. It's not really that impressive to lose weight. I'll be honest. Most people can do it. Okay. But can you keep it off? That's where I get impressed. Are you able to keep it off or are you returning to your old habits because you don't see this as a long-term fix? Okay. And so like, as I mentioned earlier, guys, like yo-yo dieting, it can be very, very harmful to your health. One of the most significant negative impacts it has is it slows down your metabolism. Metabolism is a combination of every process in your body working. It's not about, it doesn't matter that, you know, like it's hard to explain because so with metabolism, everyone thinks that like, oh my God, my metabolism's fast, my metabolism's slow. Your metabolism is adaptive. So if you start eating low amounts of food, your metabolism is going to adapt to this. And this matters for yo-yo dieting because you don't want to have like high days, low days, high days, low days, all this kind of stuff, points where you have like 3000 calories and you're eating 1200 calories all over the place, right? So your metabolism is going to slow down. It also makes it more challenging to lose weight in the future when that happens, because what happens is when you lose weight quickly, you gain it back quickly. And then it becomes difficult to lose weight with each cycle because you're also like you're affecting your metabolism. And so if you don't take time to build that back up with like a reverse diet, with making sure that you're eating enough fruits, vegetables, fiber, you're getting your digestive system to work. You're looking at like the, the markers as a whole. It's not just about if like you lose a pound or two. Like I've had some clients, like especially lately guys that were doing reverse diets, they lost like six pounds. Then they would stay steady for like four to six weeks. And they're like, oh my God, like why is it staying steady? And there's no way that like I'm seeing progress and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, one, you just lost six pounds. You kept it off for literally eight to 10 weeks. And now you're like, oh my God, I'm not seeing progress. I'm like, normally you would lose 10 pounds and then you would regain 20. So yes, we are seeing progress. But then you look at our other health indicators. Her her sleep is in a good spot. Her digestion is in a good spot. She's waking up well rested. She feels like she has energy at the end of her day. She's able to get work through her workout without being fatigued. She also has more mental clarity. She's finding that her hunger signals are starting to pick up. She's finding that all of these things are starting to work better again. Her body is basically starting to turn back on. It's kind of like a factory, like turning back on. It's like all starting to reboot. So has she really not seen any progress in four weeks? No, but your body isn't something that's just going to flip around like that. It's not like just because you start eating more calories within two weeks, everything starts working. It's the same thing when people lose their periods and then they're like, well, I've been doing everything for four weeks. I'm like, cool. Like it's a whole system that has to reboot for literally creating life, right? Like your period isn't just your period. Your period is also like something that really matters in terms of like your bone density, in terms of a lot of different things. And one of the biggest things that you have to realize is that like, it also has the capacity to create a human right? It's not just going to flip on like that. It's going to take some time like to get back to normal. And so like you have to be patient once you put your body through things. So the other thing with like yo-yo dieting is like understanding you don't have to be happy with the choice that you made in terms of like doing a really low restrictive diet, you know, falling for these like different programs and doing all this kind of bullshit. But you do have to understand that your choices have consequences. It's kind of like if you have unprotected sex and then you end up with a kid, that's your consequence. That's your choice, right? Like, If you didn't want to have a kid, then you probably shouldn't have had unprotected sex. Like it is what it is. So same thing, you go do a restricted diet, you lose a shit ton of weight. Maybe you didn't have all the, you know, the knowledge that you have now, which is fine. It happens. But you know, same thing happens with kids. People don't know all the stuff. And then all of a sudden they have a kid, right? But then now you have to deal with the, the repercussions of your choice. And it's not that you have to like it, but you have to understand that like, this is something that's, it just is what it is. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. You're not bad because you joined a restrictive diet. I did as well. I screwed up my body for a few years. It is what it is. But like I then made sure that once I knew what I knew, I then made the choices 
that would then get my body back into a better spot. And so you don't necessarily have to like make the best choice, but it's also understanding that your choices do have repercussions and you may have to do other things first, like a reverse diet or like chill out on exercise or change the type of exercise that you're doing or things like that in order to get your body back into a state that it actually could then lose weight. Okay. So that's possible in terms of breaking like a yo-yo cycle. It's really not easy, but it is essential guys. When you're looking at long-term health, I found personally that focusing on sustainable changes rather than quick fixes, fads, things like that, as I've talked about are key and also making small changes over time to create that healthy and balanced lifestyle. So your exercise routine, your nutrition, I get this question a lot, which is like, where do I start when I feel like everything is just kind of a shit storm? And the biggest thing is, is that like, they don't word it like that, but that's the way I talk. So too bad guys. But basically the biggest thing that I can say is that you need to start with where you're at. You need to be honest about your great habits, your bad habits. Y'all are so good at like pointing out all the things you're doing wrong, but you never point out the things you're doing right. And the things you're doing right are probably drinking water, maybe focusing on protein at dinner, making sure that you eat breakfast, all these kind of things. That's a good thing. What's can you do more of that's going to help you get to your goal? If you picture yourself 30, 40, 50 pounds down, what are you doing that you're not doing now? Pick one thing and start doing it. It's really that easy. And making these small changes over time is really going to help you get that momentum. And so the other thing too that I did was honestly, I personally hired a coach as well. Don't have to, but as you're talking with or through someone when you're reverse dieting, the biggest difference like with a reverse diet and weight loss and things like that, guys, is that like when you're trying to do a reverse diet, it's not going to be eating more food that messes with your mind. It's going to be eating more food and like potentially not losing weight or potentially losing weight, but still eating more food and trusting the process. Because until you step on the scale and you see that you're down, eating more food is going to feel completely counterproductive and counterintuitive to what you're normally used to. And the problem with that is, is that like, when you decide to reverse diet, it's very, very difficult because everyone takes a different amount of time. Could be two months, could be four months, could be six months, could be three weeks, could be a year, doesn't matter, like depends, right? And so understanding that like where you're at right now, you're going to have mental thoughts that if you let them get in your way, it's all the mind game, the mental aspect, the mental aspect. And if you can't let that go, then you're going to find that you aren't successful because you're going to keep giving in, right? How many times have you started something and then you didn't have that support, you didn't have that accountability, and then you ended up just going back to your normal habits. You ended up just going back because you're like, screwed, I'm not seeing progress. Meanwhile, if you actually took a photo or you stepped on the scale, you probably wouldn't notice that you're down a few pounds, right? So yo-yo dieting is really common, is a really common problem for most of us trying to lose weight. However, it's also not an effective or healthy long-term strategy. And so if you guys want to break the cycle of yo-yo dieting, you need to shift your mindset. And you also have to commit to a sustainable lifetime change, which is basically meaning that like, this is what you're doing forever. It has to be something that you can sustain forever. It can't be something that you maybe do, maybe not do. It's not something that like you, you think about and then you, you try it and then you're like, oh, well, like, you know, I just prefer brownies and this and, and wine and alcohol. Like you actually have to understand that there's going to be some times when you go back to previous habits and you don't do exactly what you need to do. You're going to go back to previous habits and you're going to be like, oh my God, I feel off track. And if you don't have someone there to help you and walk you through what to do in order to feel better, it can be very overwhelming. And it might be that your like your mind right now isn't stronger than your body. And that's okay. It's a skill to build just like anything else. But having someone there to walk through that with you is very, very helpful. And so with the yo yo roller coaster, I do find that like, if you're in this constant cycle of like, I eat this, and I feel like shit, then I have these actions, and I keep going, you want to get to a point where like, you might eat something, 
you don't feel the best, but your actions don't change. That is how you get off the yo-yo roller coaster is that your actions, regardless of how you feel, don't change. They stay the same because you're doing what you need to do when you need to do it to the intensity that you need to do it because emotions, although they are something that are kind of unpredictable, honestly, they're not something that affects your actions. And when you do that, you're actually going to see the change that you want to see. And then you're actually going to be able to get off that roller coaster. Cool. So I hope you guys had an amazing day. I hope this helped. Obviously, I'm not feeling 100% right now. My voice is still kind of like in and out. But I just wanted to drop in and you know provide you guys with some value. And I hope this helped at least one person. And that's always my goal. Make sure that you guys are following on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you guys enjoy this podcast, if you want me to obviously produce more episodes, please make sure that you're leaving a review. Just let me know what you think. I love seeing them. I love reading them. And uh, I hope you guys have the best day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.